0: How much time till we're on? Come on, Ron! What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
2: Is it Monday already? No. I mean, yes, how good it is to be a Monday. Welcome to it. This is Sports Day. Jason Matthews flying solo tonight. Uh, Sats away. Not well, too, actually. I spoke to Satsy, uh today. He's got, he thought he had COVID last week, he told me, and now today I think he's got influenza A. What hasn't that bloke got? I just want him to buy me a coffee, unless he's just making up excuses not to. Uh, welcome to a Monday night edition of Sports Day. It's been a massive weekend in sport, particularly crickets. Yes, Dave Warner is gone. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be a professional. I don't know. Do, do you call people who do this job journos? I don't know. But I'm going to be professional tonight. I'm not going to have a crack, uh, but there is some David Warner content coming up. I will warn you, pardon the pun, and that'll be the end of it. Welcome to a big Sports Day Show Uh, Hello to our listeners through the SCN Network uh, in Australia and New Zealand through 1170 SCNQ in Brisbane. Boy, aren't the fans of the Brisbane Heat excited listening through SCNQ. Another magical game of Big Bash last night at the Gabba came down to the last ball. Courtesy, I must admit, courtesy to a rain delay, which I think made it a little bit more achievable for the Hurricanes. But more on that. Uh, Darren Buff lehman from the Heats uh, will be joining us shortly to have a chat about last night's game. And the blockbuster, it's coming up Wednesday night against the Scorchers with the Test Stars back in the side. Jeez, who do they leave out? Hello to our listeners through SEN Track, Fnatic, uh, those on the SEN app and our listeners through SENZ in New Zealand. And, of course, all of our wonderful listeners through the Super Radio Network. Great to have you on board tonight. And thanks to our partners, Kia World Gym Australia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. You know what? You're the star of the show. We would love to hear from you anytime. 0457 736 736 is our text number. If you're in NZ, it's 8833. Um, or you can call us anytime 1300 01 1170. Actually, I threw um, uh, on here last night with uh, Michael it's the great Kasper. And um, our listeners in New Zealand were taking the Big Bash last night. And I threw the question out. Should we have a team playing in the Australian Big Bash tournament from New Zealand in Australia? Works with the Rugby League. Works with the WAS. Is that something we, we, we should be looking at? So it expands across the Tasman. Is there anything in that for... For our broadcasters and our fans, what do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six New Zealand listeners, love to hear from you. Double eight double three or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I'd love to see a team from New Zealand in the Big Bash. I reckon it'd be exciting. That'd be great. What I love about the Big Bash, and I'll talk to Buff about, it, is how we're we're finding all these players and plucking them out of grade cricket, and all of a sudden they're starring in the Big Bash. It's amazing, you know. While all our test stars and international stars are playing rep cricket, we rely on those park cricketers, and boy, they're doing they're doing a great job. Very entertaining indeed. Hey, listen, you can find us on the show, socials as well: TikTok, Sports Day SCN, Instagram S C N Q X Sports N S W. Steve's been on the text already. Surprise, surprise. I know one thing: Sats hasn't got a decent last laugh. Wow, wow. Did you have to start the show off in a negative way, Steve? My whole life has changed since there's been no last laugh. Uh, P.S. Don't tell Sats that. Um, I will tell you, Steve, I actually screenshot everything that you sent about his last laugh and I sent it to him. No wonder he's not feeling good. As I said on the show tonight, Buff Lehman joining us. Sen's Brett Phillips, host of The First Serve, will join us as well. Gee, some big news around the Oz Open, isn't there? Rafa is out. So does this make the Joker the favourite for the tournament? Or is there someone? Is there like a Alcarez, or it, it, what about Demonor? Is is he a good chance with with Raffer out? We'll ask Brett Phillips; he knows all about this. Sats and the Rat caught up with Andrew Bobcat Ryan. Had a great chat with him about up and coming rookies in the NRL. We'll get to that as well. And like it or lump it, can I can I kick it off? I had a wonderful morning yesterday with the family at this market we go to get your fresh produce and. You get breakfast. Well, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not there for the fresh produce. Let's let's be honest. I'm not there for the fruit and veg. I'm there for this stand that does an amazing old school hamburger. You know the ones we get the bun, you get the patty, which is homemade, and then all you get. This is all you need on a hamburger, right? You just have lettuce, tomato, beetroot, onion, cooked onion, and sauce. This thing costs nine bucks. It is the breakfast of champions on a Sunday morning. I love it. I try and drag the family there every Sunday, right? But what's getting, what I'm lumping are the amount of dogs. What, why do, what do I, I, I don't hate dogs. I am more of a cat person. You may have worked it out by now, but I've got a couple of cats and a dog. But around food, do we need to have dogs? Like we go to, re, you go to restaurants and there are dogs there. Okay, cafe, sitting out the front, having a coffee, you can have your dogs sitting there with your cyclists, all right? Just put them all into a group. But do we need dogs around food where other people are eating? Do we need them in restaurants? Satch tried to bring Frank one night. We we're going to go out for dinner. He wanted to bring Frank. I cancelled dinner. There's no, there's no place for dogs when you're trying to eat. Or am I being, am I being too tough? I'm lumping that tonight. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six. 736 is our text number, Double eight double three, New Zealand or 1300 01 1170. Uh, what else are we liking or lumping? Um, oh, you're liking the fact uh, that Warners, Cap showed up. He's baggy green. How good was that? Apparently it was in a... Was it... Um, it was at the hotel or something, wasn't it? But, uh, I mean, I'm personally happy that his cap turned up. There's a lot of conspiracy theories going around. Like, I've seen so many things over the weekend, from his cat being at certain hotels in the eastern suburbs to up too high and he couldn't see it. But he's got it, which is great news. And uh, I didn't hear whether the the kids got their Christmas gifts back. I mean, it wasn't stolen, was it? It was just misplaced. So that was good news for Dave Warner. Um, I'm liking that Warner has retired from Australian cricket, although I think he's left the door open for T20s. Do you think it was too soon? I mean, the way he batted in that second innings at the SCG on day four, it looked like he's retiring too soon. And I I said it about a week ago, like, as much as I'm not a massive fan of the guy, I think he's an outstanding opening batsman. He's a great fielder. I think he's still got a lot to give Australian cricket. Has he pulled the pin too early? What do you think? Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. So I'm liking that he's retired. Um, I'm lumping his post-match speech though, and I'm not being negative. I'm just stating facts tonight. Okay, this was his post-match speech.
3: Yeah, look, it's been overwhelming, and um, the unwavering support from from every single person, um, you know, throughout my whole entire career. I've said it plenty of times. You know, I might not have been everyone's cup of tea, but you now for what I did on the field. You know, the passion that I have, the pride to win this bag of green, to go out there compete, um, to do my best for the team and contribute, um, I've got no regrets. And, you know, I've absolutely loved it. And it's been fantastic and I'll cherish this forever.
2: I'm lumping the no regrets. I'm lumping it. Because he should regret Cape Town. I said that last week. That's the only thing that I finally worked it out. And, and it is the fact that he still, did, he still has no regrets about what happened in Cape Town. Which I find incredibly disappointing, being that it's our national team. It's our team. It's us fans, us punters. That is our cricket team. Um, what do you make of um, PM Albo? Now, I know I'm going to get texts from people going, Albo's a flog. I got inundated with them last night. But uh, what about his call of the cricket with the SCN team?
4: Travis heads on naught after 12 balls. That's something that wouldn't be called very often. But I, I, I'm going to stay for one more ball, and he will, he will do something big here.
2: Okay, you're
5: calling. I'm
4: it. calling it. I've, I've got a little, maybe, a voice in his ear. Prime Minister, so you're doing ball by
2: ball and special comments at the same time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I, I, I couldn't play cricket, so I've, I've got to make a you contribution. Watched, I've watched a lot. out <laughs> left arm over the wicket to head and head. Is off the mark. There you go. He didn't let me down. Thanks, Travis.
2: <laughs> Not a bad run there from Albo. Not a bad. Are uh, you liking or lumping Albo's call with the SEN commentary team? Uh, I think it was the third day of uh, the test against Pakistan, or maybe even the fourth day. But uh, there's Albo on the commentary box. Travis Head bringing the goods for him. What are your thoughts on that? 0457 736 736. Double eight, double three, New Zealand and one 300 uh, Wayne's buzzed through and just left me a message. Uh, he loves the New Zealand BBL side idea. I do too. I, you know what I was... I mean, New Zealand's such a proud, great cricketing nation and I can't wait for our tour in February, March this year. But there's got to be some gun players coming through and I'd love to see them play against our best and the imports... In Australia. And I don't know, where does that team come from? Does it come from Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch? So where does that team come? Where does that national team, is it a national team? Or is it, you know, a team from one of those locations? Love your thoughts. Double eight double three of you in New Zealand or O four five seven seven three six seven three six uh is our text number. Uh, Kerry from Logan, first timer, ring us on Sports Day. G'day, mate. Hey young man. Yeah, good, 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 good. Now, look, you get straight through because you, my friends, are a bunny supporter. So anyone who's a bunny supporter gets straight
6: through. All right, mate, my number plate's bunnies, bro. My number plate's a bunny number plate. Love them. Caller of the year already. Randy. Greatest team ever. They are, mate. I and mean,
2: you know what? You know the best thing about this job I have is annoying rooster supporters. It's it's It's
6: magical. Oh. Mate... You've got, it a, is. It you, would be. you've got a, you've got
2: a <laughs> suggestion for the Eels.
6: Yeah, you know, like, I don't want to help any other team out, but for a while they've been crying about, oh, you know, we need to move Gutherson to the centres, you know. We need an X-Fact fullback. Um, Tristan Sailor just got signed to an English team, playing behind Reece Walsh, X-Factor fullback, cheapest chips, and we just let him run over to England. Like, Parramatta, what were you thinking? Oh, yeah. jumped on that kid that far. Uh, the, you could pay that kid three, four dollars $400,000, yep. and it's an X-factor.
2: Yep. Yep, no, good points. Yeah, the Broncos let him go, haven't they? So, And he is heading to England.
6: Yeah. Like, Parramatta have complained about, you know, need an X-factor. That's the X-factor of fullbacks leaving the NRL because we don't, you know, playing in reserve grade.
2: So where do you have um, King Gutho, though? Or you just want to have him for depth?
6: Well, they said they want to move him to centres and, you know, bring an X-Facts fullback in. Well, if you want to move him to the centres, there's your X-Facts fullback. Alternatively, I don't think Brown will, um, is worth his money. I think they've wasted a lot of money on Brown. Mm. Um, but, these glimpses. and consistency all day, every day. You put him in, in put him in number eight jerseys, he'll, he'll perform.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'd like to lose Gutho from that number one jersey. I don't know, we've got a lot of Parramatta fans uh <laughs> listening to the show. Well one anyway, Steve from Dubbo. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. <laughs> um uh by the way, um he's not heading to the super league until twenty twenty five. So he could still be used this year. So
6: yeah, I think a term jump on him.
2: And the Broncos apparently according that- to Sorry, sorry, Kerry. The Broncos are keeping him, apparently, according to Daddy Bass. Oh, what? Because they've, they've realised potential. Perhaps. Perhaps. Just for a little bit of depth. All
6: right, mate. And how do you think the Broncos yeah. will go this year? Oh, I hope they don't even make the finals. Oh, Rabbitohs say, all the way, mate.
2: mate. Don't say that. I got crucified for saying that I don't think the Broncos will make the top four. So <laughs> you've got to be careful, mate. All right, Kerry. <laughs> We'll let you go, mate. <laughs> hey, and, I'm on your bandwagon. Uh, mate, and last time, here it is. The Mighty Bunnies. Have a good one, mate. Thanks for your call. Call anytime. You too, my man. There, mate. There you go. Kerry from Logan, another South Sydney sport. I mean, we're everywhere. When do you stop saying random South guy, by the way? Every sporting event I watch, I see a random South guy or girl. When do we stop saying it? Because it's not random anymore. They're just everywhere, aren't they? Um, what's that? Wiggle, not woogie. Put a fan on that makes some sense. That's from Roosterman. All right, Man. thank you for that. Jason, the Kiwis already have their own T Twenty tournament, the Super Smash. Cheers, Jeff from Blacksland. Yeah, Jeff, I, I know I've been watching it on Fox, but and that's where I got the idea from. Wouldn't it be great if we had one team made up of those players playing in the Big Bash? I'd love it. I love, I I love the the New Zealand cricket side. I think they are the most underrated team. In world sport danger. Uh, This is a text about Albo. Should I be reading this out? The flogger can call the cricket better than he can run the country. All right, danger. Right, okay. Dave Warner. G'day, Jason. I'm not a huge Warner fan. I would have liked him to finish on 63 not out at the SCG. Me and my mates were talking about how good that would be. Muzza. What's the reference to 63 not out? Am I missing something here? Am I... Daddy, am I missing anything here with the 63 not out? I don't know. Can someone help me out with that? Is, is it that obvious that I'm, <laughs> I'm missing that? Yeah, so. 0457 736 736. Uh, Mark, on the, on the uh, New Zealand BBL side, on, on the no regrets comment made, we the public still don't know 100% what happened that faithful day in 2019. Yes. And on the New Zealand team in the Big Bash, I don't like it. They have their own 2020 domestic competition. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. It is good, too. I've been watching it. Kerry is the male version of Karen. Go the chooks. Oh, Cam, come on. He's a new caller to the show. Is this how you treat new people? You can't do that. Hey, what else is happening uh, with news? Um, uh, Steve Smith has put his hand up to replace Warner, having never played as an opener. Steve Smith uh, did have some comments on on, on opening. Uh, McDonald's uh, has his views on Steve Smith, here's what he's had to say.
0: It's nice to have him putting his hand up. I think there's a few others that weren't putting their hand up. So, uh, so yeah, no, it's um, yeah, uh, Steve, it's at, at three or four. Um, it's pretty appetising, also. So you've got to make sure you're not removing the strengths of the team in, in, in the search to fill a fill a gap, also. So there's a balance within that.
2: Yeah, well, again, I want your advice on this. You're the smart ones. What about is Cam Bancroft? He's the obvious choice to come into the side now to be the opener. And we're going to find out soon because we have a test match against the West Indies in nine days in Adelaide. Cam Bancroft seems to be the logical choice when you talk to the experts. Why wouldn't you just put him into the opening position and leave Smith at number four? Or the desire to have Green in that side, have him at four, and move Smith up to opener? I think that's how it's going to go. If you read between the lines, I think that's how it's going to go. What are your thoughts on that? 0457 736 736 is our number. Plenty more to get to. Uh, We've got to take a break, though. Geez, 20 minutes up already. Uh, Buff Lehman standing by to have a chat to us with a BBL update. We're going to talk a bit of heat and a bit of Australian cricket. We'll chat to buff next here on Sports Day.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Monday
2: Night Edition. Jason Matthews here tonight. In for everybody who's just holidaying. Uh, thanks for your text on 0457 736 736. Read the 63 not out reference. Yes, I got it. I feel like an idiot now. Of course, reference to Phil Hughes, his good mates. Being 63 not out as well. Yeah, that would have been a nice touch to end Dave Warner's uh, career in Test cricket, right out. It's time to talk cricket. I feel like a twoies or two drink responsibly. Mm. This man must be very happy. He's got the heats as the batting coach undefeated in Big Bash 13 after an epic game last night. Finished like this. Walter bowls to the Hurricane skipper Ellis. Slower delivery plays it to mid off. One run is that out? A run out. It doesn't matter. The Heat have defended the revised total. They remain undefeated. Massive crowd last night at the Gabbard. Over 27,000. Buff Lehman joining us on Sports Day. Jeez, that was a nice finish last night, wasn't
5: it? Yeah, afternoon, mate. Yeah, it was a good finish. A bit closer to comfort, but uh, yeah, it was a cracking game. Great crowd and you know a little bit under par, but Having said that, I mean the the weather, uh, the wicket did a fair bit, so we would like a few more runs to defend. But ended up being a cracking game. Yeah, well, in
2: commentary last night, Casper and I were saying we, oh, we don't know if this is enough. And then, all of a sudden, next minutes, three for seven. You had the hurricanes, some great bowling from Xavier Bartlett last night.
5: Yeah, we were probably only ten or fifteen shy. It did seem more overshock and. And really, when it wasn't raining, it was a hard, tough week to get bat on. And then when it rained, it sort of skidded on and the ball got soft. So it was a lot harder to get the seam working. So really, the rain helped them, if anything. And we lost the toss, got set in. So really, a lot of things went against us. So that's a sign of hopefully a good side that sort of goes against the trend and, and gets across the line in those tough situations. So... Yeah, everyone's really pleased with the result last night. Uh, uh, hurricanes, you know, they could have won, it, won one hit and they're, they're there as well. So it's been a close couple of games.
2: Well, I changed my mind three times in the last over, buff. I was on the heat, then the Hurricanes, <laughs> and then I was back on the heat for the last ball.
5: Yeah, yeah, you're not bad, are you? You just <laughs> oscillate between the two, do you? Um, well, yeah, we, we, mate, we were the same. First ball went for six, and uh, being, uh, uh, yeah plays great here in Queensland, a good player, so... You know he could have uh, knocked the win out of ourselves a little bit, and we just got lucky to last over. Paul Walter bowled beautifully. I thought Xavier up front was obviously the difference in the in the game, uh, and then Mitch, uh, Mitchell Johnson. He bowls as fast as Mitchell <laughs> Johnson. Spencer Johnson was unbelievable in that second last over.
2: Yeah, no, I've said it before, and and I've been criticised particularly by our Western Australian listeners. But I think the Heat have got the. Well, I think the Heat have the best bowling attack. It's just so well balanced. By, I mean the batting. Is great under your uh, guidance, but I think the bowling attack uh, for the Heat this year well balanced and very good.
5: Yeah, we've got some decent variety, haven't we? With the two spinners as well, and you know, two left armers, a couple of quicks, right armors, so you can match up pretty well against any batter you would like. So that's a good sign. You know, the, the benchmarks of the scorches. I mean, if there's yep. one thing they probably they don't have, that, they only have the one legitimate spinner in Agar, uh, then they they sort of have their mix and match their sixth bowler, if you like. So For us, it's more of a case of, you know, that variety we've got with six bowlers, we can attack it at different times in the game and really the game can dictate what we do.
2: The Scorchers proved on, I think it was Friday nights, Uh, they are human, they lost to the strikers at the Adelaide Oval. You've got them Wednesday night at the Gabba and then you take them on um, probably a couple of days later in, in Perth. You've got your test stars coming back, Usman and Manus for Wednesday night's game. How do you how do you work out who you drop from the team when you're undefeated, Buff?
5: Oh, that, that's a great selection problem, isn't it? I mean, two class players coming back in, so you know we'll sit down, and look at the wicket, look at the opposition as they normally do, and, and then we'll make some decisions from there. Uh, you know, Usman's our captain, so you know he'll be he'll be keen to get a score, and Mars played really well, so it's more of a case of who's uh, the perfect match-up for the Scorchers. We only get them for one more game, and then they're back, obviously, on Australian duties. So it's a great situation to have, really, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you've got some depth, and we probably haven't had that in the past. Hey, David
2: from Kapalabar sent us a text here, Buff. He, he wants me to ask you, why didn't Sweppo bowl last night? Too greasy?
5: Yeah, too greasy. That's a great question. A lot of people ask that. It was just so hard to hold the ball. Uh, and, and, again, that's the advantage of the makeup up with the side of the, the extra bowler. You can actually... Not bowl him. If he if he bowled, he would have had to bowl straight out of the rain break when the ball was dry. Um, but it was more of a case of the wicket was still seaming, so he had to go with your quick. So, great question. Um, but yeah, that that's the right answer. It's just a case it was hard to hold the ball.
2: Now the Aussies play the West Indies in a two test series, as you well and truly aware of, starting uh, next week in Adelaide, Jan 17. Let me put this to you: Would we not be better for cricket in Australia? Would we? Be better off not playing the Windies in a two-test series. I mean, it doesn't even... Two tests. I mean, it's not even... You can't even barely call it a series, right? They're not sending their strongest team out. Wouldn't we just be better putting all our international players into big bash and just concentrating on that, buff?
5: Well, the test is still the pinnacle from an old old man's point of view, my, my point of view, and the generations of critters will still say it's the, the pinnacle, and, and I think it is. Uh, the the problem is some of the countries are not playing it that way now, are they? Oh, that's South the Africa problem. Yeah, substandard side. Uh, West Indies could have picked other players. You know, they picked some younger guys. So the, the problem with that is, if Test cricket dies, what's next? Uh, you know, just go back to franchise cricket. So we've got to try and keep Test cricket really alive and well. And and the big countries will do that. We've got to try and get the ICC to help the the you know the mino countries, if you like, or the countries that haven't been as successful at it. Um, West Indies traditionally very good at the shorter format of the game, and that's why they've leaned in that way. But oh, I fear for this Test series. I mean, they've got young kids coming up against young kids coming up against men. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you're talking Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins line. But they could bowl them out cheaply for four games, and the games are over quickly. Um, and, and our batters will score a lot of runs against their bowlers. I mean, it's going to be one side of the fair, and that's. But having said that, the other side of the coin is Pakistan after the first Test match actually surprised me. They played a lot better than I thought they could. So that was pleasing.
2: Oh, no, Pakistan, yeah, full credit to them. And that wasn't their full-strength team either. But, y- you know, you're seeing the, the likes of what's happening with the West Indies. We're seeing the South African team that's going to New Zealand. Is it is it a case of that, you know, if you do not send full-strength teams, then you don't come out to Australia or Australia, India, England, whoever, the top nations... Won't play you. Won't play you in Test cricket. I mean, are we? Should we look at it, buff and go? You know what? Australia, England, uh, India, and, and and throw in New Zealand because they they always put up a good fight and take Test cricket seriously. Should we just be playing Test series amongst the four of us?
5: Yeah, the sad thing is, it might get to that. That's the problem, isn't it? I, I mean, the other side of the coin is, you, you you fans are starting to vote with their feet, aren't they? I mean, mm. big big bash attendance is through the roof this year all gone right you know the crowd attendance and watching on TV so i mean people are starting to say well you know we'll go to these games so then you want your Australian players available so it's a really you know interesting scenario where the world games at uh, the bonus for an Australian point of view is always india want to come out we'll always want to go there yep. ashes will stay as is so so every 2 years you're going to you know it's the 2 year cycle right now we have pakistan West Indies, you know. Next, you know, New Zealand. That, that, the, to be fair, to New Zealand, they always put out a full strength side. Their their quality, yeah. they have a have a crack in every format they play. So don't worry about them. Uh, but we only play them in two games normally. So yeah. you're going to have two summers basically where it's tough. A uh, big Bass has got to be paramount then, uh, where the internationals got to sort of move around a little bit, I think. Um, and the other two summers, you know, internationals are, are huge because it's India and England. Yeah. Yeah, oh,
2: look, I can't wait till, uh, what, 2024-25 when we've got India and then the following year we've got the Ashes. We've got a great, couple of great summers coming up. Just got to get through this one. Uh, Both. who who do you think will replace Warner? Is it is it the case of Smith will go up and open and, and Green will go into that number four slot? That, to me, seems to be what's been floated around today.
5: Yeah, it has been, hasn't it? I mean, Smith's a superstar. If anyone can do it, he can do it. The transition from four to one. Um, and he obviously wants a new challenge. He's been, uh, you know, behind the scenes apparently quite keen to do it. I'd love him to stay at four. I mean, I love uh, Marner, Smith, Head, Marsh, Gary, four, five, four, three to seven, uh, adds Uzi in there at opening. I, I think it's perfect time to put a young kid in there. So, you know, being from Queensland, I'd like to see Renshaw, uh, mm-hmm. but... If they go on sheer stats and performance uh, and give state credit, a state credit the credit it deserves, then it probably has got to be Bancroft, doesn't it? He's played so yep. well in all formats for the last few years. So, and then Harris has been the spare man on tour, so it could be one of those three. I, I, I think Green just has to wait his turn. I, I'm not against that. I think it's just Mitch Marsh has taken his spot and, and grabbed it with both hands, and it's just the way it is. So. Maybe Green's got to hold off for a little bit. That that might be the hardest thing. But it might also be the making of him as a player. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he he goes, well, I'm not playing because I just didn't do the things I needed to do to cement my spot. And that, he'll take his next chance with both hands. So I'd prefer a traditional opener. If you're going to do it, you do it now. Because uh, West Indies is a soft series. Yeah. Pakistan was, you know, their attack was okay. But it wasn't great, if that makes sense. So you probably could have done it then as well. So it's just one of those things. They've got to use
2: it now. And, of course, we've got that two-test tour of New Zealand as well. So it's a, I think – I'm with you, Buff. I think it's a great time to bet in a new opener uh, ahead of India coming out next summer. No other test cricket all year. So uh, really good chance to maybe try something new over the next four tests. Um, you've, you've coached Warner through the highs and the lows. How would you describe – the guy, now that he's retired from Test Cricket, buff
5: Oh well, he was one of the greats, uh, I mean, in Australia. His record in Australia is unbelievable. Um, I mean, a second and under, the probably only question mark with him is his record in England and in India, isn't it? Uh, mm. You know, he, I think he averages 21 in India and 25 in England or something like that. But in Australia, he was unbelievable. So he's one of our greats in all formats. He, in the one-day format, he did score runs all around the world. World and T20s and one World Cups and one Ashes. So he's going to go down as one of the greats. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he, he would have loved to make 100. I think he had four goes at England, didn't he? Four mm. four Ashes series. And, and didn't make 100. Like that, yeah. that probably, yeah, it's a bit like a Dougie Walters, isn't it? I think Dougie <laughs> Walters did that as well. So he'll go down as one of the greats. He's probably only England that he missed out on um, and, and India. But you know, he's, you're going to miss his aggressive entertaining style. But the way he puts... The bowlers on the back foot, and that's what we'll probably miss at certain stages because most of our batters, apart from say head and marsh, who just keep going, most of them are more conventional at the start of their innings. So we'll miss that explosiveness, I think.
2: Yeah, he was Stuart Broad's bunny, wasn't he, in England? <laughs>
5: he could have been a few times. Mind you, Stuart will get a lot of players out there. Yeah, to that's be fair. Right. <laughs> he's got a pretty
2: good record. Yeah, all right, mate. Thanks for that. Wednesday night for our listeners yes, right. in in Brisbane, going to be a big game at the Gabba as uh, the Brisbane Heat take on the Scorchers. Uh, the Brisbane Heat batting coach, and you hear him on SEN from time to time. Uh, Darren Buffleman, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, mate. So yeah, there he goes. Good to get his insight into to to Warner and uh, his thoughts on who should be opening the batting for Australia. Oh, a text came through from Mark. I ran out of time, Mark. Uh, is a small solution to Test cricket changing it from five days to four days? Not many tests last five days anymore. Would it make much of a difference in scheduling? No, what we've got to do... What we are got to do is ensure that Test nations field a strong team. If they don't, they don't get to tour Australia. Or Australia won't come and play in your country until you start respecting Test cricket. I think we've got to draw the line in the sand. Because I honestly think and I could be completely wrong, and correct me if I'm right, um, that this test series against the West Indies is an absolute waste of time. Absolute waste of time. You imagine Mitch Stark in the day-night test at the Gabba in a couple of weeks' time with a pink ball. It could be over in a session. And you heard Buff say to himself, with the young blokes they're sending out, they're going to be no match for the Australians. So why are we playing it? Why are we playing this test series? Anyway, got to go to a break. Buff Lehman on Sports Day. When we come back, Australian Open. Uh, We're going to talk to Brett Phillips real soon. Some big news around
1: Rafa's withdrawal. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
2: I've got to get that baby on my mind. I think Rooster Muzz keeps uh, requesting that. Welcome back to Sports Day. Jason uh, Matthews here tonight, uh, until seven o'clock on SEN stations. Uh, then you're going to the Big Bash tonight. The Thunder are taking on. Uh, who are they taking on tonight? I've just lost it. I forget who the Thunder are taking on <laughs> Somebody help me out. Hang on, I'll look for it on my app. Tonight, the Thunder are taking on the Strikers, of course. So that game coming up very, very soon. Uh, if you want to keep listening to Sports Day, download the SEN app. You can listen there or check us out on any of the Super Radio Network uh, stations. Mark Woogie, are you by yourself again this week? Yeah, I am, Mark. Where are the other two slackos, Sats and Rat? When are they back? So Sats is back next Monday night. I'll do a week with him, and then Rat's back on uh, January 22. He'll do a week with Sats while I'm in Bali. And What do you think I'm going to do on Bali? Absolutely bugger. In fact, I'm going with a mate. Even the missile kids aren't coming. I've been given a, a free pass. I must have been good this year. Um, no, I'm not gonna ask Buff about sandpaper goat. I want to move on from that. But you know, 097, thanks for your text. Uh Marnus showed he can go faster in the last innings and move Smith up to three. So, so Marnus opens Smith three. And then who goes four? Is that green? Is that is that what everyone's thinking? Oh four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Brett Phillips will join me shortly. Um Man, I've just read that one out. Uh, the Australian. I saw one about. Um, I saw one about Raffer. I have to dig that text message up. Uh, speaking of positives, will Glenn or Adrian be on today from one two seven? Well, I don't know. Adrian's barely on anymore, and Glenn, I don't know. Hey, Woogie, I can't see New Zealand team working in the Big Bash with midweek games and potential three day turnaround. They would be an internal transit. David from Kapalaba. I don't know. I'm sure we can work it out, Dave. I'm sure we can do it. Happy New Year, Woogie. Uh, thank you, Budster. Warner goes out on his own terms. That is, or appreciate that. Good luck to him. Commentary, commentary. The next chapter. Yeah, I think he's already signed uh, with um, with Fox as well. So. Break time. This is Sports Day. A Cricket Update too was brought to you by Twoies. I feel like a Twoies or
1: two. Drink responsibly. BP, Brett Phillips, joins us next. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome
2: back to the show. Jason Matthews here tonight. Some of our stations leaving us with a big bash shortly. That's why we've got to get one of the most important men in Australia on the radio right now. Brett Phillips. Uh, geez, mate, I spoke to you on Thursday. Everything seemed pretty normal, apart from uh, Nick Kyrgios pulling out of the Australian Open. And then Rafa Nadal says, hold my beer. I've got a dodgy hip. How are you, mate? Yeah,
7: there's a bit going on, uh, Jase. There's no doubt about that. Uh, look, it is, um, yeah, disappointing, the news that we found out this morning about uh, Nadal. Uh, but, gee, after he was you know pushed to the absolute limits you know, by Jordan Thompson on Friday night, just you know that medical timeout he had late. You know, you saw the look on rapper's face. We've been there and seen it so many times across his career, uh, at the times when he's been injured, and that your hip flexor uh, muscle, you know, it's it's so delicate with Nadal, and yeah, that wasn't ideal in your comeback, your third match in to play a three and a half hour match at the Brisbane International. As good as it was for the crowd, it probably wasn't so good for Rapper and. Yeah, obviously the MRI has uh, told him don't even contemplate playing the Australian Open. He doesn't feel he's ready. Go home and see his local doctor. And, I mean, the whole, we, we just want to see him come back at a minimum, Jason, and play at least one more French Open where he has, you know, dominated for as long as we can remember. If that's going to be the final hurrah, just get your body right, Rapper, and, you know, have one last, um, have one last tilt in Paris. So where
2: does where does this leave the men's side of the draw now I mean um Dimonur, who's sitting at the odds of 31 to 1 that must shorten his odds a little bit given that one of the favorites are out is this a I mean Djokovic has to be there about but who who's who does this open the door for now do you think who's going to be the 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 greatest um person to benefit from this the most in the men
7: Well, I think when we think of the uh, Australian Open, you know, Djokovic has won this event 10 times. So let's put him on a pedestal up here. And then you've got the chasing pack. Who's good enough? Who's good enough to beat uh, Novak Djokovic at the Australian Open? You know, this guy, he's probably going to have a statue built at Melbourne Park. You know, is it going to be the Young Brigade? Is it going to be Alcaraz or Sinner? Runa, who we saw in the Brisbane final last night. Ben Shelton, you know, Diminol puts himself in the frame, maybe to have his best performance at a Grand Slam. It's a big chasing pack, but they're still going to beat Novak in the best of five at a tournament where he has absolutely dominated on the hard courts of Melbourne Park. So even though there was a little issue with his sort of wrist area during the United Cup, he knows how to manage himself better than anyone through seven matches of a Grand Slam. But, yeah, I mean, Rafa... Well, there was the unknown of Nadal coming back, too. I mean, Mm. you know, obviously he brought a great level in Brisbane. There was a bit of vintage Rafa that would have been a player you wouldn't want to be been drawn against at the Australian Open, but yeah, I think for Alex, you know, minimum now has to be sort of fourth round um, of the Majors and quarterfinals, uh, and you never know what can happen from there.
2: Well I don't know what more he could do in the lead-up, BP. Like, he's knocked over, what, three top ten players in ten days, and that's a text I got from Drewster. I mean, that's a very good lead-in.
7: Yeah, it's a, it's a great lead-in. I mean, it's not... It's not your total form guide to the Australian Open, but I think the form of Alex, Jason, is real. I think it is real. Uh, You know, he he deserves to be in the top ten. He's bringing a great level. Uh, He, like many, has still got to step up best of five in a major. That's the ultimate test. Um, So let's wait and see. But, you know, this year should be all about consolidating between probably, you know, five and ten in the rankings. If he can just plant himself in there and play the big tournaments really, really well... It's been just beautiful incremental growth with uh, Alex. And, you know, he's got a game that's in your face. Uh, for what he doesn't have, and people focus on that quite a bit, you look at his strengths and, you know, this guy is just the ultimate, ultimate competitor.
5: Mm.
2: Australian Open kicks off this Sunday, doesn't it, BP? It's just come around so quick. Um, of course, all coverage on SCM. We have a tennis channel, so you won't you won't miss a moment. Let's focus on the women. Who do you like?
7: Well, I watched uh, the Quiet Assassin uh, win the Brisbane <laughs> International uh, last night. In your neck of the woods, Elena Rybakina, uh, Wimbledon champion of the previous year. And you know the complete opposite personality is someone like Arena Sabalenka. But she just absolutely bludgeons the ball. And she's grown in stature. So you've got the big three, really, in women's tennis right now. Igor Sviontek has looked brilliant at the United Cup, hasn't lost. Sabalenka, reigning champion, but can still have uh, the self-destruct uh, breakdowns. And then Reebuckin you know, she's what, won three titles on a hard court now. So, yeah, I mean, she's a star of the game. So, those three, and then you're throwing Coco Goff, you know, winning the US Open uh, last year. And, you know, they're the big four right now that everyone's got to try and chase down.
5: Yeah,
2: I like Coco. Listen, we're going to talk to you every day leading up to the start of the Australian Open, BP. I know you've got a lot on. Thanks for your time tonight, and we'll chat tomorrow.
7: Pleasure,
2: Jason. Anytime. No worries. There goes Brett Phillips, our tennis expert from uh, First Serve and also uh, Channel Nine. You'll see BP on as well. Can't wait for the odds. I'm not a massive tennis fan, but I just you you can't but get caught up in the hype, can you? You get home and I listen to it on the way home in, in the car. SCN has uh, around the clock coverage of the Australian Open. Download the SCN app so you can hear that now. Speaking of the SCN app, uh, a lot of our, uh, all our SCN stations, most, are now going to the Cricket, the Thunder and the Strikers. Let's hope we get a game tonight. For the rest of you, you can listen via the SCN app or via the Super Radio Network. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, Well, Gym and Nutrien Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. Got a lot of news to get to and... More of your techs coming up. This is Sports Day.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. V9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
2: Second hour of Sports Day. Welcome to it. Jason Matthews here tonight. No sats, no rats. Sats back next week. And then rat the week after that. 0457 736 736. You want to get involved in the show. I see a text message here from Michael. Michael, I don't know if you can hear this or not, or if you know Michael. <laughs> send him a te- Maybe Daddy can send him a text. Gents, it appears you've been flicked from the app. The Cricket is also on Fanatic. Actually, Michael, look for SCN Track Central Coast, and you'll hear us uh, on there. That's uh, SCN Track on the Central Coast. Maybe we can get a message uh, to Michael and let him know. Ah, Rabbit Burrow, Tamora is back. Let's go with common sense, not half wits, he's saying. Don't worry, knuckleheads. I must apologise too. It's been so frantic in this first hour of the show. I was referring to the Thunder versus Strikers and I've seen some text messages come through. Yes, of course, it is the Thunder taking on the Scorchers tonight uh, in the Big Bash. Thank you for that. Jeez, I've missed a couple of things tonight, haven't I? I've missed the 63, the reference to Phil Hughes, and now I've got the game wrong tonight. But it is the Scorchers. They've won the bat flip and will bowl at the Sydney showground against the Thunder. That game getting underway uh, real soon. Hello to all our listeners through the Super Radio Network and those listening via the SCN app. We're here with thanks to our great partners. And we wouldn't be here if we didn't have these great partners on board. Kia, uh, Well Jim Australia, Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. Dots a you big hour coming up very shortly. Uh, Bobcat Ryan, Andrew Bobcat Ryan, who's a wonderful commentator of rugby league and he's also a great mate of sats. And him and Rat spoke to him late last year and they had a good chat about, um, about the youngsters, the talents of tomorrow that are coming through. So that chat is still to come. We'll look at the NFL as well. We're now into postseason. Dare I say, go the mighty Cowboys. I know we only beat Washington today, but we'll have a look at that real soon as well. Your text will read out 0457 736 736. Or you can call us any time, 01 1170. I hear it on good authority that Glenn's on the line. And Glenn, are you, you seriously, hello, welcome to the show. Hello, Justin.
7: How are you, buddy? Hello, the dadster.
2: Listen, you're not uh, no, you no, you're not you're not doing the Kerry O'Keefe duck joke. No. It's it's Okay. It's, all right, I
8: won't do that, mate.
2: Well, it's all over. You can't do it that, you can't do it justice, right?
7: I can, but it doesn't matter, mate. I'll, I'll I'll just I'll fill you in on what happened on Dance Mums today, mate. Oh god. Well, there's a tremendous feud going on between best friend mums Kelly and Christy. But don't worry, listener and my thousands of followers, yes, I'm back. And the mum's made up with Christy professing you don't always like it.
2: Just let me take you through a couple of things there. Is Glenn, actually Glenn's still there? I'm gonna give him some Glenn, I'm gonna give you some advice. Can I give you some advice? Yep. Now I know you yeah, wanted to do you, yeah. I know you wanted to do the Kerry O'Keefe story. All right, the, the, yeah. the You can't do it Everyone's seen it on social media so
7: And Kerry's and, yeah, no, uh, and, and one of kind that on.
2: no, And that's fine I get that, well done And you respect that That's a tick In my opinion yeah. That is a big tick But mate Thank you Do you think any of our audience Give us stuff about Dance Mums?
7: Well what about the fella That came on earlier And asked whether um, Shane or Glenn was on tonight He obviously wanted to hear
2: it Yes but he didn't know No he didn't <laughs> We want to hear about your girlfriend. <laughs> we want to hear about your girlfriends and your love life, not bloody dance mums. He didn't Which say... One? Which one? Well, t- t- who's the latest flame, Glenn?
7: Well, I might be flying out of the stage to take up Christie's offer on dance mums. <sighs> She's not talking she loves a to... She piece of
2: the <laughs> Right. Good night, Glenn. See ya. Good night, my friend. Anyone in their right <laughs> does not want a piece of the Glenster. Seriously. Daddy, what's going on out there? 0457 736 736. We can't have Dance Mums updates on a sports show. Daddy, you're going to have to read the law to him. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Miko, you're right, Jace. We should have played New Zealand two here, then two over there. Um uh, the Windies were here last year. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either, Miko. I don't. I, I, look, my suggestion wasn't we played two tests in Australia than two in New Zealand, but that is a better idea. But I, they've got a test series against South Africa. South Africa's third string team, seven debutants, including the skipper. They are taking the P one double five, and I heard someone someone try to explain to me today, and, and I. And I get where they're coming from that the, the, the T20 competition that's happening in South Africa is better for cricket in the country than a Test Series against New Zealand. I get where they're coming from because there'll be a lot of eyes and a lot of stars playing the competition. But the biggest cricketing commitment should be playing Test Cricket for your nation. This is your country you're representing. It's It's not... It's not some pyjama-wearing franchise. And I love T20 cricket. I love it. But I also love ODIs, and I also love Test Match Cricket. Test Match Cricket, for me, is number one. But I tell you what, I'm not looking forward to this, this Windy's tour. It is, it is a mismatch. It's going to be horrible. Games will be finished within three days. We could break the record. That South Africa and India set last week with the shortest test match ever within two days. That could happen here. If the West Indies win the toss and elect a bat, she's over. Australia will wipe the floor with the West Indian test team. And the fact that us cricket fans, we all know this. We have to sit there and watch it. We've got to do something about it. We've got to, I don't know, do we blow it all up and go, right, this is what's going to happen. The biggest nations are Australia, India, England, and, and as Buff said earlier, we could probably put New Zealand into that because at least they do field full-strength teams. And everyone else, get lost. Unless you're going to take Test cricket seriously, you do not get the big three and New Zealand touring your country. And we won't tour your country. If you're not going to take Test cricket seriously, why, why bother? I'd be happy to play New Zealand, India and England every couple of years. Why not? That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. And just have one team come out and play a five-test series. So, and India are going to do that in 2024, 2025. For the first time, I think, since the early 80s, they're going to play five tests, which is great. So we just have have them on rotation. India come one year. England come the other New Zealand come the one after that, and then we keep rotating. In the meantime, we go and play uh, a test series in their countries as well. I think test cricket could survive with that, and that way we can we can put more focus our own on our own big bash competition here. Or wouldn't it be great if we went back to a tri series with, if not with ODIs, what about T20s? We have a, a, a tri series. How good would that be? International tri series. Where we could have Australia, India, and say New Zealand playing in an ODI try. How good is that? They used to work. I reckon it could work again. 0457, 736, 736. What are your thoughts on that? Um, how about this for Australia's possible starting 11 for the next test against the West Indies? And with all the talk today around Smith possibly opening, and, and it looks like to me, the more and more I hear this, looks like green would be slotted into number 4 as a batsman what are your thoughts on this 11 would you make any changes this is for the first test against the west indies i mean i i I, th- I think i don't like smith opening i think we should just lead in a new opener now and whether that's renshaw harris or bancroft probably deserves to be bancroft or put green there i don't it doesn't matter but this is this is the batting lineup that's been suggested. Smith Kawaja, Labuschagne at three, Green at four, Head, Marsh Kerry. And then you've got Stark Cummins, Lyon and Hazelwood. My issue with that, you've got two all rounders, one at four and one at six. Although Mitch Marsh is proving very, very handy with the bat. And what happens? What happens with the plan then with Smith, if he goes to opener, does he do we keep him for the Indian series? when they come out here at the end of 2024. What happens there? What are your thoughts? 0457 736 736 1300. 01 1170 is our number as well. Sam Kerr has ruptured her ACL during a Chelsea training camp, which will see the women's football star miss about 8 to 12 months. It's pretty tragic for Sam Kerr. A big loss. I mean, I think the Matilda's got a big game coming up in February at the MCG, what I think is a sellout. There's a big loss for the Matildas and it's also a, a massive loss for Chelsea and a setback for Sam Kerr. Eight to 12 months out of the game. Let's hope her recovery is good. Uh, a bit of Rugby League news around at the moment. West Tigers um, got their... They've got Justin Ollum. Is that is that confirmed? Or they've turned their attention back to Justin Ollum now that they've got their man in Jerome Luai, with the aim of signing the Powerhouse Centre immediately. Justin Ollum, who do they have to give up? Or are Melbourne just releasing him? Is it a trade? What, what What's happening there? I don't know. I don't know if... I don't know. Justin Ollum's form's been pretty ordinary, hasn't it? Spent a bit of time playing for the Sunshine Coast Falcons this year. What are your thoughts on Ollum... Going to the West Tigers, possibly 0457 736 736 is our number. Or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Some text messages coming through. If Glenstar wants to promote Dance Mum, then it's Dance Mums he'll promote. Woogs, your flog. Glenstar will be your boss one day, Woogs. All right, Steve. You're incredible. What's wrong with you? Um... Is read Micko's text out, Rosie Maroon, Woogie, dogs are man's best friend. Oh, I was blowing up early. I was, I was at the markets yesterday having some breakfast and there's just dogs everywhere. And you now go to restaurants and there's dogs. every. But people take their dog to dinner. Why do you need to take your dog to dinner? Your dog will be okay. Dogs have been okay for thousands of years by themselves in the house for a half an hour or you go out for dinner or an hour. Even Sats wanted to take Frank when we were going out for dinner. I said, no, I'm not going. I don't don't want a dog there slobbering everywhere while I'm trying to eat. I don't take my cats. Maybe I should. Rosie says, woogie dogs are a man's best friend. Yes, I understand that. Cats are just little weirdos. Wait, wait, what? Are you serious? Enough said. Agreed on the water sentiment that he should regret what he had to say about uh, Cape Town. Thank you, Rosie, for your text. I agree to disagree on that. Dogs definitely don't belong in eating places. I was meeting friends for lunch once. A customer at the cafe had his dog there. Let the dog lick the plate. Are you... What? Are you serious? Even I get in trouble when I lick the plate at home. So now dogs are licking plates at the table. We went elsewhere and I'm a dog lover. I have four dogs, all border collies. Oh, no, they're cool dogs. They're great dogs. Eight cats, four turkeys, ten chooks and a goat. Sharon, it sounds like a circus at your place. They all have their own areas. Regard, Sharon. Sharon, thanks for sending your text through. No, you can't let your dog lick the plate at a restaurant. Jeez, what are people doing? Get a shag of the reptile says, I think the demon is a massive chance. Of winning due to the run he's having, believe, belief, belief, and confidence can change everything. Thirty-one to one, worth a bet. Yeah, I think um, Drewster sent a text through before he's knocked over three top ten opponents in the last ten days. That's got to be a reasonable form guide going into the Australian Open. Uh, just on more NRL news, Kevy uh, at the Broncos today said that Sylvan Cobo, uh, Daddy, might as well come in for this because you're a bit confused and a bit worried says that Selwyn Cobbo will have first crack at the vacant centre spot left by Herbie Farnworth. Still, I think that is one of the biggest losses for this year, and that's one of the reasons that I don't think they will make the top four, the Broncos. And I'm not being a smart-ass or anything like that, but you let Herbie Farnworth go to the Dolphins. No, seriously, mate. Are you serious? (laughs) That's the real one. Are you serious? Mate, I'm, uh, Flegler and Farnworth leave your club and you still think everything's going to be rosy. And now you're experimenting with the new, with the centre position. Who replaces th- them in the top four, Woogie? Could be anyone. Mike. I don't
8: think there's a team strong enough to, to pass them in the top four. Well, who was
2: the top four from this year? Broncos, Panthers.
8: Sharks.
2: And Storm, was it, or Storm yeah. were outside?
8: No, I think – oh, no, Storm were fifth. Who was it?
2: Someone obvious. Um, mate, I reckon there's plenty of and You're going to hate this, Rabbitohs? Nah. Rabbitohs will make the top eight.
8: Yeah. They'll I make think... the
2: top, and where they land in there. But, Matt, it doesn't matter if you don't make the top four. You make the top six. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying you're not going to win the premiership, but I don't think you're going to make the top four because you've had two massive players leave your club.
8: I just think it's so hard to make the grand final outside the top four.
2: Oh, that's not the discussion the discussion is i don't think you're going to finish in the top 4 what happens after that who knows what what will happen but oh, the warriors are oh, the warriors of course panthers, oh, that's right
8: broncos storm and warriors
2: there you go i think uh i think the and i'll stick by it panthers and warriors one and two there's there's possibly a grand final really yeah
8: hmm.
2: are you you don't do you not think that Flegler and Farnworth are massive losses to the club. Oh uh,
8: yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt that that forward that forward domination pretty much set the platform for outside backs but with Farnworth Haas
2: and Flegler. But, but look, Flegler's a massive loss, but I think Farnworth. The more you think about, that's the bigger loss. And now Kevy's going to try Sewell and in the centres, and you are nervous about this, right? I'm nervous about it, yeah,
8: because we spoke off air defensively, Cobo. Worries me with the ball. You know, he's electric given space, he can create things that other players can't. But just in defense, I think he can be left out in the dark there, Jace. And his back roller, whoever's inside him, is pivotal for the Broncos, left or right edge, whatever that, that side is. Um, yeah, I'm not confident about it. I thought Dean Mariner would get a shot over, over Cobbo. Well,
2: he's going to be on the wing, right? Oh, Sats, mm. Sats loves the idea of Cobbo in the centres, and he knows more about it than me, and he's a good judge of players, and he thinks Cobbo will be
8: fine. Cobbo's fast, right? Yeah. But I don't think he's fast over 10 metres. So I think, well, I think players will be able to get around him or but inside him.
2: So defensively there are issues? Yes. I think attacking-wise, you get him early ball – and it all depends who you have playing alongside him. Mm. So if you've got um, Jordan, Ricky, next to him, you might be all right. Yeah, I think you'd be okay. But no, it's but, and again, so you're having this discussion as a Broncos supporter, and you're worried, and you still think they're top four.
8: Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> top four.
2: Steve says the Broncos are struggling to make the eight. I'm not saying that. I'm sick of being crucified by Broncos supporters. Why do you care anyway, Vaso? You're not even a member. Have you joined up now? Not yet. You know you're going to get hammered. You've never been a member of the Broncos. I'll be
8: a member before the boys come back.
2: So before next Monday? Because you know the first question, Sats, oh, you mean the players or? No, Sats and Rat. So January 22 is when the boys are back on for that week together. Yep. And you're going to be a member by then?
8: I've just got to see how many games I can get to. Because there's, there's so much variety of membership. It's hard for me to kind of pick Just one. pick one. I don't want, like, you, you sign up to be a member, right? Oh, here we go. I actually want to go to some games. I just don't want to be a member. I want to, like, go and support my team. I love going up to Suncorp.
2: It's 45
8: minutes up the road. It's not like you've got to... I said I love going up to Suncorp. Well, what's your problem? Pick, I want to pick my games. Go to all of them. I can't get to all of them, Jace.
2: Thursday night games are hard because you're working. Friday night and go, Saturday and go. what are you doing? You're sitting at home, twiddling your thumbs. Come you on, let's be honest. The they
8: play Friday night every, pretty much every round.
2: Perfect. So why can't you go to that and stop brushing your moustache up against the microphone? What, why can't you go to Friday that? Night. Why not?
8: I, well, where am I getting the money to go up to Brisbane every Friday night from? You, mate, expensive.
2: With, with, your the ticket, food. with your ticket. With your ticket. It's free public transport. You know that? Yeah. Right? Pack
8: a lunch. Pack a lunch. Hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> I'll support my team probably for four games. i go and watch them four times a year. How's that sound? I think that's the entry membership you can get.
2: Gee, point of order. You referenced the Broncos as Daddy Vass's Club. Incorrect. It's not his club. He's in a financial member of the Broncos.
8: Will be. Is this Daniel from Peru? Yep. Having a crack? Everyone's he- having a crack, mate. Who does he support? Uh, Storm. Know. Storm, I think. Is he a member? Yeah, of course he is. What? Of course he is, mate. Daniel, what membership do you have? Is it a full gamer Is it a full season? I want to know. Well, what's that got to do with your membership? Just buy one, mate. Well, he support- might have
2: some advice for me. Support the club you love. Mate, I'm a full member of South Sydney. I don't even live in Sydney. You do it because it's the right thing for the club. I'm a full member of the Swans. I don't live in Sydney. It's the right thing to do. I think I will join the Western Bulldogs for free KO. What's your
8: membership number? Oh, I don't have it on me. Oh, come on, mate.
2: I'll get it for you. (laughs) It's on my email. (laughs) All
8: right. Don't, mate, don't have a crack at me. You're the one who's not the member. I can actually see the Knights crawling in the top four.
2: All right. Okay. We've got to move on. Thoughts? Don't know. Uh, no. Eels? Wooden spoon? No, Eels. Don't. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think the – I I think I, – I don't know. And, I, and and I'm. Sats and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, remember? I, the only two teams I can see in the top four right now are the uh, – I nearly said the Bronx, uh, the Panthers and the Warriors. I, I'd i be surprised if the Bronx make the top four. I don't know, mate. Actually, I uh, – I don't know. Roosters? Re- <sighs> Please. That's Probably. Good hey, Maddie Geit's been on the text. You know, Maddie Geit. Yeah. Golfer. Let's go heats. Nice to have your text through, Maddie. There you go. What's he play? He plays off nothing, doesn't he?
8: Might have to hit him up for some golf lessons.
2: <sighs> Maddie, if he asks you, say no. A round with Daddy Vass takes about six hours. You've never <laughs> seen someone so slow. <laughs> it does not. It destroyed my game. Let's start a GoFundMe so Vaso can get to the games and buy a hot dog. Love that call, Steve. <laughs> Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, Sats and the Rat spoke to Bobcats uh, late last year about the big guns, the young guns coming through. That chat is next on Sports Day.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Nine out from the line.
7: Andrew Ryan gets away from Hornby and puts it over the line. Oh, what a captain's try.
3: Oh, what a captain he was also. And he did a tackle right on full time in the 2004 grand final. This man, the captain of the Bulldogs that night, which should be spoken about more, Rat, on Michael Crocker.
4: Is an amazing tackle. Well, you know about, you know, getting talk, tackles talked about. You've been living off one for 20 years. Uh, he did. He's, he's
3: played 12 <laughs> State of Origins for New South Wales. As we said, he's a Premiership captain of the Bulldogs in 2004. A hell of a player and a hell of a oh, nice yeah. guy as well. And now he's the coach of the New South Wales under 19 side that plays Queensland on Thursday night. And that man is Andrew Bobcat. Ryan, how are you, Bobcat?
0: Doing great, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. How
3: are you? Yeah, well, excited, I'm but probably good. not as excited as what you are come Thursday night. Now, well, we know you're a proud Dubbo boy, St John's Dubbo boy, but I learned somewhere over the last couple of days that you spent some time at Emu Plains in Penrith. Is that is that correct?
0: I did, yeah, yeah. A bit random, mate. Um, yeah, my brother actually signed at the Panthers when I was in high school and we moved down for a year. So I had a year at the Mighty Emu Plains Club and then uh, moved back to, to Dubbo to finish school, then sort of moved back to Sydney after that. So, yeah, got some... Um, yeah, some good friends, and end up sort of crossing over with Chris Levy and playing, you know, some and Grant Levy. I went to school with those boys out there, and yeah, a lot of the fellas from the Los Angeles days and Gowley and stuff over time as well. So pretty crazy.
3: I can't believe you're allowed to play for Parramatta after reading that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
4: no, mate. Uh, l- listen, I wanted to ask you. It's a, it's a short, it's a short-term job, but but you're overseeing, you know, the the future of the game. Um, how's the preparation been, and and what are they, the the are the players really buying into? You know the the coaching throughout the week. Uh, they must be excited,
0: Matty. It's unreal to be honest. You know I'm I'm super fortunate. You know as you said, we, it is a, a really short turnaround. We pretty much only get a few sessions with them. It's it's like the old days of probably the '80s. You know, mm. getting the Origin teams in for a few days, really. So, you know, um, they're not gonna. <laughs> Might sound crazy to say, but they're not going to obviously learn anything from us in this week as far as coaching or anything uh, X's and O's and stuff like that. But hopefully we can sort of get a tight knit unit and and get a group that wants to play for each other, um, as you both know pretty well about about the team dynamic. You know um, that's what it's all about. So spending time together, hopefully build that connection. But um, but yeah, everything at this stage we've asked and. Um, feedback, they've jumped into everything so I, I couldn't have asked
4: them more so far. Yeah, nice one, mate. I, I had the pleasure of actually going and talking to the Queensland under-19 side about 10 years ago, it probably was. Uh, Kurt Wrigley was the coach, next teammate of mine down there at Cronulla. He said, come in and speak to the boys. And w- I went in and spoke to the boys and then after I spoke to him, Wriggles uh, comes up to me and goes, oh yeah, all the boys are pretty worried, you know, there's this guy and, their other, and the other team, he's, he's like the new GI, Latrell Mitchell, you know, have you heard of him? I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard that name and You know, we've seen him go on, obviously, to to do great things in the game. Who are, are there any, uh, have we got the next Luttrell in camp with you? Have we got, you know, any superstars that you really look at and you go, wow, they've got a huge future in the game? Probably all of them, really, but, I mean, some that really stand out.
0: Mate, I I hope so. I hope so. Look, there's certainly heaps of talent. You know, we've got um, probably the one that, you know, really sticks out for me. Uh, He was in camp with us last year as a an underage player, was Samuel Lafenu. He's, he's already played NRL at Manly. Um, just a just a goer. Um, you know, he he doesn't say a heap, but he showed a heap of leadership around this week as well. Uh, yeah, like I said, he's already played NRL, and and it was it was unreal to have him in the camp last year. He ended up being sort of nineteenth man last year, so he missed out on playing, but. Um, and then that's what we've, we've tried to do this year. We've got a, another young guy, or a couple of young guys, actually. Jermaine McEwan, who's come in from Newcastle. He's 19th man this year, a year young as well. So hopefully trying to give them, drip feed them into it and, and keep them around. Um, these Blues teams and hopefully, like we're seeing with some of the, the current Origin boys playing now, that they've been through these pathways teams and they uh, they can genuinely see that there's an opportunity for them in the next few years. Now,
3: Bobcat, you mentioned young Samuel, uh Fainu. Latu, his brother, who's wearing the number six jersey on Thursday night. Obviously, both of them have been, been in the news uh, relation to leaving Manly potentially and going to the now the Dolphins. What can you tell the listeners about young Latu, the number six?
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're very different styles. You know, you spoke about Samuel and I just did too. Like, he's a big, strong middle or plays edge back row latu um oh yeah i really like him as well hadn't met him until sort of we got into camp together um and he's yeah he's skill set he's um he doesn't say a heap around the group but once he's out on the training paddock he's he's got heaps of silky skills and um yeah looking forward to getting to watch him play actually you know i've obviously been able to watch him through the year um and and seeing what he does for club footy but Uh, seeing him mixing circles and he's only young as well and and that's what's crazy we've got another guy Chevy Stewart these guys are 18 years old and they're playing against men in you know New South Wales Cup or or Queensland Cup obviously for the Queensland 19s team so it's pretty impressive what some of these kids are doing already.
3: Now when you look at the opposition Bobcat there's um, plenty that you would have focused on as coaches but the number nine Blake Moser who I've seen a fair bit over the years, and now playing Queensland Cup for South Magpies. Is he the immediate danger? They're number nine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's probably the number one. You know, he was involved last year as well. So, um, yeah, he's certainly a classy player. Um, you, you did mention that they've got plenty as well, uh, but we certainly need to be good. Their fullback Brown is um he's a sensational player as well, but but Moses probably probably the number one that that you know in these types of games. You know, it's not necessarily about all the big shapes and all these plays. You need to be you need to be good in the middle of the park defensively around A's and markers and stuff. So we'll, we'll certainly need to be, be doing a good job on the week uh, on Thursday night.
4: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Now, I wanted to ask you about Origin, mate. Um, go back to I think two thousand and seven. It was you. You, I, I like like me. You uh, also played in a game that was you know deemed a dead rubber, um, where Queensland had won the first two games, and and I wanted to get your thoughts on the mindset of a player going into these clashes because it's it's a different sort of it's a different feeling i felt like it was it was very different knowing that we weren't playing for for anything other than pride uh how did you go into that game Mm. you know feeling and uh, given you'd lost the first two
0: it's an interesting one isn't it mate look obviously everything's about trying to win the series um well, I guess in those moments, you, you have to just break it down and go. You know what? I'm still representing New South Wales. Like you, you're pulling that jersey on, um, your family and everyone, and and all the where you've come through, and all the volunteers, and everyone that's helped you get to that spot. Like, and at the end of the day, like you're going in. You know, someone asked me the other day about the pressure. Origin is there less pressure in this game for the players because there's, you know, the the series is done. Um, it's still an Origin game, yeah. um, and if you go in with a soft mentality, you're going to get. You're going to get your pants pulled down. So, you know, it's the most, as you know, it's the most intense game there is. So, you you still want to go out there. You're on show. You want to, you want to, for for me, it's about being the the player, you know, trying to be that teammate that everyone wants to be alongside, whether it's whether you're 3 0 up or 2 0 up or 1 1 all in the series. You just want to go out there and do whatever you can for your teammates. So, um, hopefully, you know, that's the mentality. You know, obviously, Queensland have got the series in the bag this year, but it's, it's about going out and showing what you can for your teammates, in my opinion. Yeah.
3: Before we let you go, Bobcat, did the under nineteen side get to do any of sessions against the the main side?
0: We did actually. Fortunately, we were, we were lucky enough to do that on Sunday. So, um, yeah, caught up with them over in, in Homebush there, and had we actually spent about fifty minutes doing the post session, which was which was great for us. We weren't sort of sure how long it was gonna was gonna go for, and yeah. It was a fantastic experience for these boys and um yeah hopefully we we, we hopefully got a, <laughs> a few lessons out of it too it wasn't it wasn't great for us it was only our um, pretty much our second session so we hadn't even done any sort of any team stuff at all so it was it was an eye-opener for a few of them put it that way so I, I, I love listening to
3: young it. kids when they come across their heroes for the first time and even if even if they've spent time with them at club level but were you amongst some of the chatter amongst the young players about about playing against these guys? They watch each and every. What was the what was the chatter amongst some of them? Was it about an individual player or anything in general?
0: No, it was it was mainly just around the the size and the speed and all that stuff. Like I think they, <laughs> yeah, I think they were caught quite a bit by surprise, to be honest. You know, um, and you know, folks, the, the the boys were unreal. You know, guys like. Fox on the way, like trying to chip up our fellas down our edge and stuff as well. So um, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was an unreal experience all around. But yeah, I think they were, um, yeah, I think they sort of got almost punched in the face a little bit by it <laughs> yeah. all. Like it was just a bit overwhelming. So, um, you yeah, know, it was, it was unreal.
3: Now, well, you're a good man, Bobcat, um, looking after these these under-19s players, the future, the next-gen players. I'm sure you're excited about it and they've got the right man looking after them as well. Andrew, Bobcat, Ryan, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate.
0: Thanks, Steve. So appreciate you doing this.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Fort Day. Then boys lighter, then boys
2: lighter. I see James Rain's been doing some live gigs around the place. Had some friends at a gig hears the other night. Doing some acoustic, oh, no, not you again. What a great song that is. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Jason Matthews in again this week until Sats returns next week. And then Rat and Sats from January uh, 22 as well. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on The Zone. Visit NFLGamePass.com. Yeah, it was the last week, week 18 of the season proper. Uh, today the Bills beat the Dolphins 21-14. Um, I think Rat's happy with that. I had a crack at him uh, on Messenger going, mate, I thought you were a 49ers fan. You're a turncoat, blah, blah. He goes, no, we're Chloe's family, Bills. Oh, So anyway, and then he went on to say that the 49ers will beat the Cowboys. So we'll just wait and see. I'm not being cocky. Uh, Rams, actually, I do think, by the way, it will be – a 49ers Ravens Super Bowl this year. If I'm wrong, 0457 Rams defeat Rams defeated the 49ers 21 20. Chiefs sneak past the Chargers 13 12. Giants 27 10 winners over the Eagles. What is going on in Philly? I mean, the, the, the Giants are their bogey team, but what's happened? They were they were 10 1. And now they finished the season 11 the, 6, the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, They rested some players today, but Jalen Hurts was still playing for the majority of the match, so um, they'll sneak into a wild card game. Um, the Raiders down the Broncos 27-14. Seahawks win over the Cardinals by one point, 21-20. The Packers 79 over the Bears, which means, oh, I can't do this. The Packers, even without Aaron Rodgers being there anymore, the Packers are the Cowboys' bogey team. And they will travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys in the first weekend of the Wild Card weekend. So they've got uh, the Cowboys-Packers. You've got the Texans v. Browns. Good season for the Browns. Chiefs versus Dolphins. You've got... Uh, and the Dolphins, that lost today, that was a bit of a surprise. And that was in Miami. Will they bounce back? against the Chiefs, the Bills versus the Steelers, as I said, Cowboys versus the Packers. The Lions versus the Rams and the Buccaneers taking on the Eagles. That's your wild card weekend. Starts um well Sunday our time goes Sunday and Monday. Some pretty big stuff happening there in the NFL. I can't believe that the the Cowboys are stuck with the um with the Packers again. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on design visit NFL Game Pass. Dot com one for 40. The Thunder 7.4 overs gone uh, against the Scorchers at uh, the Sydney Showground. Tell you a pretty poor crowd uh, there tonight. When we've been used to seeing packed houses uh, in the Big Bash, but it looks a little quiet at the Showgrounds tonight. Very disappointing crowd. I mean, the Thunder can't make it, and the Scorchers are pardon the pardon, red hot. Bit of a, a, a tune up for the Scorchers, you would think, ahead of their big game against the Heat at the Gabba on wednesday nights on the text machine uh mickey g from woodbury great to have you listening mickey g woogie happy new year just come three weeks leave i'm looking forward to the nrl kicking off and plenty of red and green getting about down here despite the positive vibes around the red and blue and he's also gone on to tell uh daddy Vass, hey (laughs) Vass, my teens and i have two nrl memberships one close by one not so including trials and finals a lot of driving. yeah i I follow Mickey G on socials, and he's always at games, always because he's committed. He's committed to his club. and Daddy Vass clearly isn't. Even uh, Daniel from Prairie with Daddy Vass, I've been a Storm member for thirteen years. I have an interstate membership being a Sydney-based Melbourne Storm member, which provides me with some stuff. Uh, All NRL club memberships also give you first dibs on Origin International's finals and grand final tickets. My advice, get either a general admission of, of four games or four games and redeem the games you wish to attend. But stop sitting on the fence, mate. Daddy, just get support your Broncos. Are you serious? We are. Rooster Man says, always in our shadow, South. Book of feuds only when you style out your righto." Uh, text from New Zealand, Harlem Shine. Uh, yeah, no, nah, we didn't like it. I don't, I don't know what that is. Sorry, um, I can't understand that text. Um, I agree, no dogs around food. Take them to the park, not Bunnings either. That's from Bob. Yeah, Bob, you're right. We don't need dogs around food. Otherwise, I'm going to start bringing my cats. We'll see how that goes. Woogie, I'm with you about canines. Tucker joints, uh, no tucker joints, and while I'm at it, let's start no dogs at Bunnings Camp. Yeah, Rooster Muzz is saying that as well. Why do you have to take your bloody dog everywhere? Seriously, at the market yesterday, around all the food, it's a produce market. There's just dogs everywhere. And then they're fighting. It's like, shut up. Great hamburger, you need nothing else. Cowboy Kev, cab- yeah. Oh, this burger I get at this market on the Goldie on a Sunday morning. It's just the meat patty, obviously the bun. You've got your grilled onion, you've got your lettuce, tomato, beetroot, sauce. Done. You don't don't need anything else. And nine bucks, it's the breakfast of champions. Woogie, well, that old school hamburger you described sounds delectable. I'm hoping you washed it down with a milkshake or thick shake. No, nah, it's too early. Served in a tall aluminium cup. No, not at the – you can't get that at the market. I and mean, then I, I got a juice with a paper straw, and that was destroyed after like a minute. Uh, Wayne says he loves the idea of a New Zealand team in the Big Bash. Yeah, I'd love for this to happen. Um, 727 says a burger must have cheese on it. Yeah. depends. I just love that old-school hamburger. Growing up in Sydney, and I used to go to the hamburger shop at Yaguna all the time on my paper run, probably too often. It's just called a plain hamburger in Sydney. That's all you need. You don't need your eggs and your fancy bacon. No, just plain hamburger. Woogie and Barry. Oh, that's, yeah, here we
6: go. I've heard people say that
2: and for those catching up, Daddy Vass came back last week. He too sounded much of
5: like
2: this. Boogie Barry, this is Rooster Mars. If Worm has generally got influenza A, he won't be coming back next week. I'm tipping, it's a rouse to get even more time off on with you, Rooster Mars. Break time. When we come back, we'll wrap the show up. This is Sports Day.
1: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. certainly is. We're at
2: the end of the show already. Thanks for your text messages and your calls and that tonight. Oh, Glenn was... He rang, didn't he? Uh, Just quickly, uh, and again, uh, Daniel from Prairie, Woogie and Daddy, throwing the loss of experience and experience of Kurt Capewolf, who the Broncos lost along with Farnworth and Flegler. Whilst I can't see them finishing top two or top four, they have the talent and a core nucleus of players that will see them at the finals. Yes, all I'm saying is I don't think they'll make the top four. And it is true. Well done, Steve. the one text I do agree with. Vasso is a painted-on Broncos fan. You are 100% great. The fact that he's arguing that he shouldn't have to buy membership. He said to me, they're a rich club. They don't need my money. Hey, before we go, quick community update. Thanks to FireCope. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. There's a bushfire in regional New South Wales in the central Darling region near Noona. Please monitor conditions. Uh, visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov. Dot New South Wales community update. Thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. All sports fans want quality, not quantity. That's why no one goes to the Roosters games. Oh, Rabbit Burrow tomorrow. That wasn't me saying that. One for sixty-five. The Thunder at the moment in front of a poor crowd at the Sydney Showgrounds. After nine point five overs, Hales thirty-three not out at the moment. So that game's kind of, yeah, it's probably going the other way of the Scorchers at the moment. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks for your time tonight. Catch you then.